Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The latest with Deshaun Watson is that he is going to start in the Browns preseason opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I think is interesting on a number of different levels. Let's start with just the very, very basic uh, football fandom level. I'm very curious to see what Deshaun Watson looks like after having not played competitive football. I know it's preseason, but they are opposing jerseys out there. I'm interested to see what he looks like in a, in a, in a somewhat normal football environment after being gone for a year and a half. Everybody is, especially the Browns fans, because they paid so dearly to get him. I saw somebody pointed out this week that if he gets suspended for the season, by the time he comes back and actually plays, the Texans will have used two of their first-round draft choices and a couple of more before he sets foot on the field in regular season game. But we're all eager to see, is he off target? Do they make it really easy for him? Does he run? Does he play one series or two? They have to get him playing time. But then they have to balance that with Jacoby Brazette playing time. And then there's talk, and we've talked about this before, report out of Cleveland that if if indeed he's done for the season or it's longer than six games, that the Browns would make a run for Jimmy Garoppolo, which makes sense. So uh, it's, it's almost like watching a car wreck when you can't help, whether you slow down or not, you at least look over because that's what the Deshaun Watson situation has been, car wreck. Yeah, well, and uh, look, I'm just glad that the car ha- is has a – orange and brown coat of paint on it and not deep steel blue and battle red like the car wreck last year is you know having spent plenty of time out of texans training camp i think there's a vibe out there that things have definitely moved forward and they're moving in the right direction uh, john as far as deshaun goes just the, the there i've been listening to a lot of cleveland radio lately and one of the theories that they were espousing when this announcement was made that he was going to be starting this game was it maybe it forces the hand a little bit of the nfl to to make a decision uh, 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 attorney former new jersey attorney general peter harvey is the one that is reviewing the appeal he's the one that's going to decide what the punishment is going to be we know that since you and i last talked on this podcast roger goodell has made some public comments at a meeting in minneapolis when they were approving the sale of the of the broncos about deshaun and the situation and he's basically confirmed that they're looking to suspend him banish him for a year um, from football uh, do you think that do you think that the potential of Deshaun seeing the field, even in a preseason game, is enough to expedite this process to where the uh, where Peter Harvey has some sort of decision by the time kickoff rolls around at six o'clock Eastern time on uh, on Friday? I don't know why it would. He's got all the evidence. 
I don't think he's going to be affected by what's going on outside. He's got to read all the evidence. You know, he'll do it a couple times. You know, there's people that he'll consult and before he makes his final decision and everybody thinks he's going to do what Goodell wants done because he's making a lot of money off this. The NFL pays well. So if he were to uphold the six game suspensions, he wouldn't be involved in this in the future. And the fact that he helped formulate the personal conduct policy, and it's worded very strongly, and he's worked under on other cases like Ezekiel Elliott, everybody's expecting to do what Goodell wants. Goodell called it egregious and predatory behavior, which Sue Robinson had already said. So I think he's going to be gone for a year. And then the question is, does the union go to federal court and try to get it where he can play? Uh, I know Mike Florio has said he has to be suspended for the first six games, even if they sue in federal court, Hmm. because the union did not challenge, did not appeal like the NFL did. And I don't understand all the legal jumbo, but it would make sense. Uh, I know some people in Cleveland are saying, that he should negotiate a settlement, see if they would give him 10 or 12 games, at least so he could play this season when they might still be in a playoff race and be around his teammates and learn what it's like to play with them. Sounds to me like his legal people should have done that, but they didn't. Yeah. All they wanted, they agreed to six and that was it. Yeah, John, you bring up a, an interesting point there. I, you were alluding to it, but I think it's worth mentioning uh, explicitly that there's a big difference between a one-year suspension and a 12-game suspension. And it's not just those five games. The, and it's not just five more games. One is a 12-game suspension, to your point, kind of if they can go six and six during those 12 games, which I think is doable with that roster and that schedule, then Deshaun comes back and he could be the Superman f- flying in for the last five games of the year to, to bail the season out. That's number one. But number two, the big difference I think people need to understand is that if it's a one-year suspension, an indefinite suspension with a one-year minimum, that is a banishment. That's not a suspension. He would have to reapply, which means that he gets walked out of the building basically that day, That if that's the ruling. Whereas with a suspension of six games or 12 games, he can still participate in practice and, and film and the preseason. Now, once the regular season rolls around, he's not allowed at the facility. But I think that's a, that's a distinct... That's a distinct difference, especially John. Like, what if the, what if the NFL? Now, this would be something. Like, what if the NFL announced the punishment while warmups were going on tomorrow night? <laughs> like, they walk out and basically, they basically have to take Deshaun's jersey off of him. Like, as they're going through warmups, if the NFL, I know they're not going to do that, but it's a hilarious visual. Like, they make him disrobe at the middle of the field, and he has to leave with just a little white towel protecting him. That's all. Like, that's his punish. That's part of his punishment. Is just embarrassing him as he leaves the field. This is, I think it's a really interesting thing that he's going to be starting for them tomorrow. I do wonder if that makes the next 24 hours a little saucy for us here. I thought he was going to start it all along because they you? need to, yes, they need to get him playing time and get it while they can. If they brought him off the bench and said, well, we'll start in the next game, it's going to be over by then, definitely. The NFL likes to do news dumps on Friday, and Mike Florio made such a big deal 
out of that for weeks. I said, there's no way they're going to do the dump on Friday. And then Florio come back and say, aha, I told you so. <laughs> so I don't expect it to be tomorrow night either yeah. for that very reason. But it's got to be coming soon. You got to be fair to the Browns. And I'm not talking about the Haslam's and the 230 million guaranteed that other teams are infuriated over. I'm talking about players who had nothing to do with it, their fans who've had nothing to do with it. Just get it over. But if they sue in federal court, it's not going to be over. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just Hey everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I and I don't know what their success is going to be at getting an injunction. That's an interesting wrinkle you brought up with Florio that even even taking it to court and try to get an injunction that the first six games is still totally valid. That that's that's interesting to me. All right. So last thing on this, you mentioned it. Um the Browns are reportedly they they are they have Jimmy Garoppolo on the radar right now. What do you think, John, what do you think the difference is between a Jimmy Garoppolo? Let's pretend Deshaun's gone for the season. What do you think the ceiling is for a Jacoby Brissett led Browns team and a Jimmy Garoppolo led Browns team? Like what's the difference? Two wins, three wins. Like what do you think the Delta is between those two quarterbacks? First of all, we don't know that Garoppolo is totally healthy and he might need time to get healthy, not to mention learning the system. So he might, be acquired and not play right away. Mm -hmm. And the thing about Garoppolo, he needs to be a game manager. So does Jacoby Brissett. They got a great running game. They have a good defense, good offensive line, good enough receivers. So I think they would still be almost as good as any team in that division. Cincinnati's not great. The Ravens are not great. The Steelers are not great. They can stay in the race. And if they get Garoppolo, who's been to the Super Bowl in spite of himself, and he did it, so he's got the experience, they'd be much better off. It'd be a game of chicken. If he's on the roster of the 49ers when the regular season begins, his $24 million's guaranteed. Yeah. So they want to trade him. And so you know the Browns would not offer him a high pick, but they would also want the contract redone, where like Baker Mayfield, where he took a pay cut, had a chance to make up the difference based on his playing time and the team's success. But it just makes so much more sense. You know they don't want to trade Jimmy G to Seattle. You don't think they do. And I can't imagine why Seattle has not been interested. They what Seattle was interested in Watson. And early on in Watson's people said, thanks, but no thanks. He's just not interested in moving across the country. And that's why the teams that he did, he dealt with Carolina, uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, and then Cleveland um, because of the monies where he went, even though they were first out. And you know, he just didn't want to go across the country. And, and I don't blame him. 
But you think about Seattle and Geno Smith or Drew Locke, it seems like Garoppolo would look better and better. But Cleveland just makes so much more sense. Yeah, it really does. It, it really does. That it feels like a. It feels like just a a. a an Eastern time zone version of what he had in San Francisco, right down to the system, the talent around him, um, the running game, all those things. All right. So that, that's, that, that's that on Deshaun Watson. And we'll see what happens here over the next 24, 48 hours, seven days, whatever it is, no indication really from the league as to uh, when a ruling is going to be made, or I should say from Peter Harvey, uh, who's hearing the appeal. 